Welcome back to the Misleading Podcast, the only podcast in the United States that uses the metric system. I'm your host, Nick Titus, and today's guest is my friend and fellow hood student, Lewis Castle. How are you doing? I am so excited to be here. Yeah, you are my most excited guest. Really? Um, I can I can say that um, Jack, my last guest, was probably the second most excited guest. Wow. But But you definitely take the cake as of right now. Oh my gosh. Are you excited? Yes, every episode, then the guest the guest just gets more excited, you know. Yeah, hopefully my next guest is just ecstatic. Yeah. Little little problem today. I'm sick. I have uh, a stuffy nose, a runny nose, and my voice is going away a little bit. <laughs> so, if you hear the occasional sniffle or an extra noticeable mouth breathing session. I apologize. Just send a prayer, <laughs> send a prayer yeah, Nick. Yeah, because, because I, I because like I know some people have problems with that. I'm sorry. I'm a little sick. Hopefully, I'll be fine next episode. So, as you know, how this works, I'm going to be giving you three stories. Two stories are allegedly real, claimed to be real, that uh, I take from Reddit that people have posted, and one story is fake that I write myself. It is your job to identify which of the three stories you think is fake, as well as the piece of misleading information that is surreptitiously sewn into the fake story. I think I'm too stupid for this, but I'm still excited to try. Yeah, uh, I each time I, you know, I try my best to like make the misleading information just like I don't know, just like just like hit it in plain sight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like anything that could make the story impossible. Literally. Yeah. I try not to make it just a little like negligible fact. I try to make it like mm-hmm. a big component of the story. It has story. to be woven in. Yeah. It has to be I'm, woven into. I will say I'm always impressed by the creative writing skills you have because it's. Thank you. Like when I hear what I the, appreciate the misleading that. one is, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, For the record, I, I think I made my last episode too, too easy. <laughs> It was too easy. No one... Okay, people people do confess their crimes on Reddit, but people do not confess their murder crimes on Reddit. I, I should have done something like, uh, I broke a 15-year-old's legs instead of, I killed a 15-year-old. So, <laughs> yeah. I do... So, you know, I feel like that episode was a little bit of a dud. Sorry, Jack. I made it too easy for you. Big love, uh, Jack. So, but... Fortunately, I think this episode is a lot harder, which not not fortunate for you, but but fortunate yep. for my cool. for my captive audience. Cool. Um so yeah, I think I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of the fake story. All okay. right. Are you ready? I guess so. From here on out, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's fair, honestly. Um, like, I'm afraid to like tell you any of like my speculations cuz I feel like you're going to try and like trick me. No, no, no. I won't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. In fact, okay, I'll, 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 I I try to lead you on. I try to lead my guests on. Okay. Um like uh, like even for the fake like for the for the two real stories I'm like maybe this happens or maybe th- this is the misleading information. And I do I try to do the same thing with the fake story because if if I okay. if, if I get defensive, then it'll make the fake story stand out. Wow. Unless I get defensive for all of them. You're right. Which is okay. just a bad attitude. Yeah. So I I'm not going to try to do that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. The first story was posted by Reddit user jjam6854. It's titled I made a slogan. I grew up in Singapore in the 80s and 90s. The markets for a lot of products spiked in the Eastern Hemisphere way later than in the Western Hemisphere. In this case, the chewing gum market is a huge example. 
The market for fruit gum, mint gum, etc. stagnated in the early to mid-1900s in Southeast Asia, but boomed in the late 80s. It was a huge phenomenon. My dad was an entrepreneur and had a few connections with people interested in taking advantage of the spike. They developed their own business for selling gum in around 1995. At first, it was pretty small and local to where I lived, but eventually became a fairly moderate national chain by 2000. At that time, I was around 13. Oh, this guy's old. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> the gum brand at that point had a really cool name and logo, but no slogan. I asked my dad if there was ever going to be a cool phrase or jingle for the gum. He said that slogans were for bigger products like clothing or restaurants, not really for something like gum. He did say, however, that it was a good idea and was open to any of the suggestions I had. A couple of days later, I gave him a list of potential slogans I thought were pretty good. I can't remember most of the ones I wrote down, but there was apparently one that really stuck out to my dad. In 2001, on my 14th birthday, my dad surprised me by announcing that he was going to use one of my suggestions as the actual slogan for the brand. Nice dad. Yeah. This is a dad win. That'd be a good yeah, birthday da, da, present. Yeah, dad win. Yeah. But I would want the profits, you know. Yeah. I I, like you I use would, my slogan, I get 50%. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, if, if I was that kid, I'd ask for 10%. Uh, at least. Yeah. I live in Singapore, so the slogan was in Tamil, but the rough English translation is, chew great, feel great. So it's kind of like a, like a Frosted Flakes thing. Okay, you know, interesting. Yeah, or like a Nike or whatever. Yeah, it's something broad, but but catchy. A few months later, the first packages with the slogan were shipped out. The brand was eventually bought out by Meiji Chewing Gum Company, which is a much bigger brand, similar to Wrigley or Five Gum in America. It's not sold as much as it did in its prime, but every so often when I go down to the market, I see that gum, and I see the impact that I've made. That is the end of the first story. So just tell me what you think about it in general. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Because mm, we don't really have, like, we just have, like, exposition and then a climax. Like, I feel like there's not a lot of girth to this story. I don't have a lot to go off of. It's very, like, narrative. Um, but and also, the, I don't know enough about gum. And so I... At the same time, it's it's a pretty specific story. You it know is, what I mean? It is. Like, a specific gum brand to Southeast Asia in the early 2000s. So that's like... Again, I don't know enough about gum. I don't know how gum's made. I'm like... I, for is, one, am a gum, gum man. From, is gum from gum trees? Uh, Where do gum trees grow? Uh, I, <laughs> I think... Okay, so I, I read... Okay... I'm a little. I'm a. I'm a pretty big Good Mythical Morning fan, uh, as yes, as my we friends know, know. We know. Yeah. Uh, and I think they said on one episode, if I remember, mm-hmm. that gum is made from like melting down sap from a specific tree. I think it's a gum tree, because that would make sense. It would make sense. Would and, and I think it was made in China, like the first gum ever. Interesting. I don't China know. China was kind of the first for everything. Yeah. So. Also, also on Good Mythical Morning, uh, th- <laughs> this one I remember, yes. I remember like vividly. Um, ice cream was invented in China in like the BCs. You know. Yes, I mean, you so think you, you think that like that ice cream would be invented in like <laughs> Italy or some shit, but no, it was invented by. Uh, in fact, I remember the emperor. It was emperor. Uh, no, actually, I don't remember the emperor. <laughs> but there was a Chinese emperor. Um, he did it. Who made ice cream from buffalo's milk? Yeah, so it was it sh- ice uh, creams from I'm, China. I just yeah. oh, I don't want it anymore. So when be- you said buffalo. <laughs> so yeah, gum 
and like ice cream. Interesting. So, but what do you think overall? Like, do you think it's a good story? I think it is a good story. The only thing that I feel like would throw me off was the time period. Like, I feel like maybe I'm crazy, but like gum being popular in Asia in the 1980s, like that's when it boomed. I don't know. Like, I feel yeah. like if it's I mean, cultural differences, so long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Is wow. is there anything that uh, is there anything that like strikes you as misleading information? I mean, I know this is the first story. Yeah. Um, so maybe the time period. Time period for me. Um, I don't know about Mister Dad. Like, they, it's kind of very vague. Of like, he was an entrepreneur with connections, and he just took advantage of the spike. I wanted him to have a slogan, and so he gave my slogan to like. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not getting enough of like, how is the dad connected to I, the yeah. gum world? I think my best guess. It, this guy. So this is this like this dude's from Singapore. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that English is not his first language because it yes, says that yes. it was in Tamil. So like maybe like. He just doesn't, like, he couldn't elaborate if he wanted to. Yeah, maybe. But he, he got he the just, point across. I think this is a pretty endearing did. story. He did. Yeah. Um. Dad win if the dad is real. <laughs> w dad. <laughs> w dad. Okay. All right. That's the first story. Let's move on to the second one. The second story is titled, I was a non-thieving addict. And this was posted by Reddit user Jean-Claude Femdom, which was my nickname in high school. No way. <laughs> yeah. Mine too. Yeah. They called me Jean-Claude Femdom, you know. Wow. That uh, is a name. Yeah. That's a power move. Yeah, it is. I used to be a heroin addict. Okay. The 63-kilogram <laughs> uh, pale skin boil-having kind. <gasps> One day, I awoke from my daily narcotic coma with withdrawals coming on fast. I live in Copenhagen. Not the bad part of the city, although I'm not sure such a thing even exists here. I think every city has a bad part. You just have to find it. Yeah. But Copenhagen is the capital of Denmark. Copenhagen is nice, dude. Yeah. I've been to the airport, so yeah. I, don't, I can't really say much. But it was yeah. a nice airport. I mean, Copenhagen uh, is... D- Denmark's a part of Scandinavia, right? Yes. It's Nor- Norway, Sweden, and Scan- or <laughs> Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. So, like... Finland, too. Uh, I don't think... Actually, really? Finland is not part of Scandinavia. No way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm dead ass. It's not. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm so dumb. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. These, these <laughs> Scandinavian I'm countries... Like, I'm like... I'm too excited. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these Scandinavian countries are like, you know, relatively speaking, pretty pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm very liberal. Uh, yeah. I live in Copenhagen. Not the bad part of the city. Although, I'm not sure thing uh, such a thing even exists here. But... Not the most scenic part of town either. Anyway, I roll off my couch, grab my card, and head out to score. It's early evening and the streets are dark and fairly empty, so I stagger towards my bank. My calves are starting to twitch and a cold sweat is forming on my back. Dude. So b- basically, this dude is fiending. Oh my god. This dude is fiending. Oh femdom needs, <laughs> needs their fix. I turn a corner, praying for the teller to be free, but it isn't. A tourist is randomly pushing buttons. Obviously clueless of his functions. She mumbles to herself in an American accent, only to repeatedly uh, getting that beep sound you get from tellers and quiz shows when, you, when you've screwed up, gotten something wrong. She glances at me apologetically, and I attempt to muster a disarming, take-your-time kind of smile. I imagine it couldn't have been the most successful attempt at that, but I try to seem civil. Oh, no. It's dark, deserted, and the lady seems stressed out. 
She was a lean, healthy-looking American lady with gray hair, so I assume her to be upper middle class. She decides to abandon her endeavor. She presses a button frantically, and the machine spits her card out. She smiles awkwardly towards me and makes her way down the street. I get my card out and try to make a transaction, when the machine just starts to spill out bills. It does for a while, and these are big bills. I was a junkie, but I wasn't a thief, so I leaned against the wall and called the woman. Sorry, but a lot of money just came out. Was pretty much what I could muster. She half ran back to me in the machine with a very puzzled expression. The teller was still spitting bills out. Oh, you could have been rich, she half stuttered. I shrugged and again tried to muster a smile. She took the considerable wad of money and still half muttering to herself made her way down the street. I made my business and went downtown to score. (laughs) That experience actually sat with me and it still does. It was the time I kind of made a realization that maybe I deserved better. Maybe I did not have to chase death. True. And and that is the uh, and that is the end of the second story. So what do you think? Just overall, just like the other ones. Okay. Um, maybe I'm a bad person. Worse than um, Jean Claude Femdom. I would have taken the money. I I would have taken the bills and dipped. I would okay. So if it was a considerable amount of money, like maybe two hundred dollars, I would have uh, I would have bought some crack. But, but this this, exactly. this this guy's making it seem like it was like thousands and like maybe ten thousand dollars. I would have pocketed like half and then called her back. Well, but the thing is, like, if you do that, then she knows that. So you... what, dude? She literally said, "Oh, you could have been rich." Yeah, damn well, I'm gonna be rich. I want to be rich. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- so this is a, th- th- yeah. This dude is a better dude than we both would have been. <laughs> yeah. However. Some dudes fuck tourists. <laughs> yeah, some dudes' opinions and moral beliefs are not misleading information. Yeah. So yeah, did, is this story? Does anything like jump out to you? Um, this tourist seems very stupid on how the ATM works. Well, um, yeah, it's an American lady in Denmark. But like ATMs are pretty simple because you have to make that's true. like transactions that are between currencies i've been to europe that's true. i i, I, I haven't ATMs. i haven't i feel like i would be in the same situation as this lady like i feel like it is nerve-wracking yeah. but it's not as impossible as this lady yeah. makes it seem i feel like a danish atm would confuse me just as much as this lady yeah so that's fair i don't know um but but nothing screams to you like misleading information right Oh my god! I don't know. I I like I. The, you made this hard. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't mean to gaslight you, but that's that's the point. <laughs> I know. I'm being gaslit. It's okay. Um, um, if you don't have anything right now, yeah, we, we, we could we could we could come back to this once we yeah, read all. Three. I feel like Miss Lady uh, is too stupid to work an ATM, and also I would have taken the cash. Maybe like I don't know. The, the, you know, well, 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 you know what? We'll come back to it. 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 Okay. We'll come back to it. The final story is titled, Owning a Hair Salon and Cannabis Seed Distribution Business at 33. Good business. And this was posted by Reddit user StrawberryFeels3000. Good name. I like that name. That was my nickname in high school. That was your nickname in high school. That's my favorite bit you do. <laughs> 
The nickname in high school bit? Yes. I, I, think I, I think I overdo it, if I'm being honest. No, I think it's funny when you do it too much. <laughs> you can't have that many nicknames in high school. But, like, I, yeah. that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> I'm sticking to Jean, Jean-Claude. What is it? Femdom. Yeah, Jean-Claude <laughs> Femdom. I'm sticking yeah. to that. Yeah. I've owned a hair salon for the past 10 years, and pre-pandemic, we were killing it. Fully built salon with a plethora of clients. When we were hit with the first shutdown in March 2020, it was intriguing, but manageable. Intriguing? Well, intriguing, <laughs> like, like okay, maybe we could handle this. And okay. Like, they did for the few months. Like, Th- this, intri- this is some, like, high-class writing. Plethora? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I used the thesaurus for this word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the guidelines to reopen in June were released. We adjusted and rebuilt our salon to abide by COVID safety regulations. It was rough with the face masks and not realizing how important the lower half of someone's face is to give a great hair service. Changed to appointment only and had to stop taking walk-in appointments. We pushed through, but got shut down again six weeks later. Here's where the shift happened. Artists started moving away or changing career paths due to all the uncertainty. Those that stuck with the hair started investing in their own home space businesses to take clientele. All understandable for the sake of survival. By the third shutdown in California, we had one artist left working with us. At this time, my best friend, who's worked in the cannabis industry for over 15 years, approached me with the idea of starting a seed business. All of 2021 consisted of using my business background and her cannabis background to create a legal e-commerce cannabis seed distribution business. She used her experience to handpick genetics, and we were able to launch in October 2021 with two great brands and six more on the way. Wow, okay. I'm still struggling to keep my salon alive and find that new artists want to work, but the pandemic stopped everything that I've been doing for 10 years. This all forced me to start over. So, I'm starting over with a wider portfolio and more experience. And that is the end of the final story. So, what do you think? Very California. That is very California. Very California. And I feel like this story, more than anything, like, you know, I, I know they like to do cannabis in California. Yeah. But maybe there's like a loophole. I don't know. Like, I feel like this this story could have a little misleading information. Yeah. I don't know. Like. What do you think? I know it's legal, but like joint hair salon, like. It's it's kind of a seed distribution. It's kind of a juxtaposition. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't think those two businesses get the same type of clientele. Which, granted, wider business earn more money, but yeah. like, I I don't know. Like I, weird. Very California. Happy for Miss Strawberry Fields, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. It, n- nothing's jumping out to you as a. I don't know. Like, oh my god, I, I I need to take like a reading comprehension class. Reading comprehension? Nah, <laughs> oh you're doing. You, no, it's good, man. I shared it with you. You can. You you, you It's there, there's okay. Yeah. Here, here's how I do things. When you boil it down, when mm-hmm. you get right to it, for every story, I try to include a place and an object of importance. For the first story, it was gum, gum and Singapore. Singapore. The second story was Denmark and ATM machines. This I almost said heroin, and I realized that that was just like a throwaway <laughs> detail. It was yeah. about the ATM. Um, and in the final story, it's California, and uh, I guess it could like COVID. No, not I mean COVID or like cannabis something. You know the salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I, I try to include it. They should rename it to a saloon. Saloon. Like, like an old timey, <laughs> like old Western bar where they have shootouts. Because I feel like that that has a weed vibe to it. That does have a weed. I mean, a, a Western the hair saloon. Yeah. yeah. The hair saloon. That was the name of my band in high school. Oh, <laughs> we, we yeah. Were, yeah. Okay. So between these three stories, what jumps out to you the most as being interesting fake? Um. Wow. I feel like, to me, the third story seems the most plausible. Yeah, because it's Apparently, California. It's like, California. If this was in Alabama, no fucking way, right? Yeah, it, it's like, I, I'm i an American. <laughs> it's of the times for me. It's my country. I, like, I know the landscape. Um, it's our land! <laughs> yeah, feeling very patriotic. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I... I, I from so it's my, it's between the first two. It's between the first two, but yeah. from my experience as a tourist, I think that ATMs are not that hard. Mm. Have you ever used an, a European ATM? Well, I've been with my parents when they use it, but it's just a normal <laughs> ATM. Okay. Have you ever used a, a Denmark ATM, a Copenhagen? Been, uh, no, because I was only in the airport. You were only in the airport. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe you know. Are you saying I don't have enough experience? I'm a uh, world traveler now. Listen, I've never, I've never left the country. <laughs> I, I don't have experience. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know the gum one. The gum one. I'm just really not sure. I don't know, like the the timeline. I'm not sure. This is this is hard, because I feel like they're all very plausible. Thank you. That's you know. That's like that's when you know it's like a good one. Yes. When they when they all seem believable. Like I feel like you could say any one of them was the one you wrote, and I'd be like, "Fuck, that was good." I yeah. never would have been able to tell. Like I would not be surprised if it was any of them. But if I had to guess, I feel like I would say the gum one. The gum one. So, your final locked in answer is. The gum story. Oh, my God. I guess. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Okay. So, his answer is the gum story. That is correct. Oh! You got it. You got it. Oh, my God. That's the fake story. Damn. Ah! I thought I was going to get you with that. I was like, I was like, no there was 100% that he was going to go for the, the, because like, I mean, you know, the second story could be like, there, there's no ATMs in Denmark. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's ATMs in Denmark. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, know. There might not be ATMs yeah, good in Finland. Job. Because I don't know about Finland, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we so the, the, the fake story. I'm a big winner. Yeah, you are. Yeah, two in a row. Woo! Uh, can you guess the misleading information? You said earlier that it had something to do with the timeline. Um, would you like some time to read that over? Just just to, like, yeah. to formulate a guess? Or are you going to stick with the timeline thing? Um, if, if, you know, I can, I can give you some time. I'll, I'll just cut the silence out. It's okay. Hmm. <laughs> what do they speak in Singapore? So, oh, what if your language is fake? Oh my God. When researching this, do it, so, dude. Uh, in Singapore, they speak English, they speak Malaysian. Okay. And they speak Tamil. Okay. And there's a certain dialect of Chinese. It's like Singaporean Chinese. Okay. So I don't know. I, I'm the most American wow. person in the world. I feel like now that I've gotten it right, so I don't know for sure. To perform, 
Okay, so really, I know that this is kind of an unwritten rule, but yeah. really, it's your job to find the fake story. Yeah. Like, the misleading information, I know that's kind of the premise of what I'm doing. That's kind of just like an extra point. Mm-hmm. So it's really okay. no, not as much pressure as guessing I the fake the story. I want the extra points, though. Okay. Um, okay. Hmm. I, I'm going to go with timeline. I don't think, I think gum was popular before this. I actually don't know anything about the timeline of gum markets <laughs> in Southeast Asia. That was just something I put in. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's just something that I put in like as a setup. So that is not the okay. misleading information. Okay. The misleading information is on January 3rd, 1992, gum was banned in Singapore. <gasps> what? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Yes! Oh my you, god! You, 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 I did I, not, did I like? I, oh, I logged wow. something. That was they. They are. They have like super strict drug policy, right? So like they have like death penalty for drugs. So if you get caught with weed in Singapore, <laughs> they just kill you. But but gum? Yes! Oh my god! Wow! So yeah, the reason wow. is because I'm a history major. This is embarrassing. Oh yeah, the the reason is because like. <sighs> Gum did boom yeah. in in Singapore and like not just Singapore and like Southeast Asia. D- don't know the timeline, but it got to the point in the early '90s where you know it's just like in America, but to like a more concentrated extent because uh, Singapore is a city state. It just Every- ends up everywhere. Yeah, it ends up under tables, on stairs, sidewalks. it ends up sidewalks, Ugh. like like on people's cars and shit. Yeah, people were just being very disrespectful with gum in Singapore. Yeah. And as a city-state, you're so concentrated, like, into one area yeah. that, like, if, if there's a problem in one part of your country, there's a problem in, like, all of your country. Yep. So, yeah. In 1992, wow. they banned gum sales. So, wow. this dude's dad could not have started a no gum way. business. No way. Okay. Wow. Would you have been able to get that? If, like... I think... It, it, oh I mean, gosh. so so I, I, un- I unlock some information... Like with a hint, like yeah. do you think you would have been able to get if it? I, if if you like just think about Singapore, I feel like I might have been able to get it. Yeah, Singapore, you know, wow. yeah, because they are kind of strict. So They're I I feel strict. I feel like you would have gotten it. Yeah, wow. That but you did so get the fake good. story. Yeah, I thought this episode was a lot better than my last one. Yeah, but there's like a couple things in every store I would have been like, mm, I don't know, mm, I don't know. Yeah, um, the last one was kind of so obvious that it so obviously plausible that it might be implausible because like it's Cal- yeah. it's California. You could like have easily made that one up because it's just yeah. very simple and like yeah. believable. And like you think there'd be some loophole where like you know you can't start a cannabis seed distribution in it's Cal- California. Yeah, it's like of course you can. It's fucking California, bro. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm glad. Uh, wow. Yeah, Fun. I'm glad you got it. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thank you. So two in a row so far, where my guests have gotten it. Emmy and Mars, they were not so lucky. <laughs> I, I kind of manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of manipulated both of them because. Yeah. I, yeah, but it's okay. You're a gaslighter. But, yeah, I'm a I'm a gaslighter, but it's okay because I'm 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 t- taking a step back. <laughs> so I think the next episode. And I think I'm going to do like a few more. They're, good. They're just going to be the best episodes known to yeah. man. It's going to be so awesome. You're not going to be sick anymore. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Okay. So thank you so much for my friend Lewis for being today's guest in this episode of the Misleading Podcast. And thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to give your bus seat up to a pregnant lady and have a great day.